So, today in this video we are going to learn how you can animate fire, earth, and lightning. So let's get started. We'll start with the fire animation, for it will use our favorite method, the bowl method. First create a new project. Use a dark color for the background to create a strong contrast with the fire. Draw a circle at the center of the canvas. Now decrease the opacity of this layer, and create a new one. On this new layer, we'll draw a bowl, and now we will animate it revolving on this circular path. So it starts from bottom and moves in a clockwise direction. Initially it moves slowly while simultaneously increasing in size. Then it accelerates and it also gets longer, due to the drag or force it has attained. Then it decelerates and then moves quite slow for a few frames. Then again it accelerates, and as it continues to loop around, it gets slower and shrinks in size. And eventually it disappears. Now that we have the timing and spacing of our fire animation, we'll begin drawing the fire. But don't just straight up jump into details and fine lines. Initially create a loose and rough structure of the fire. Don't think about adding intricate detail or making it look perfect. Just free yourself and play around with lines and shapes. Try to capture the gesture and overall impression, and just enjoy the process. Keep in mind to always make the front part of fire nice sharp and crisp. Fire doesn't have a definite mass and shape. It continuously keeps on changing and moving, and there are sparks that keep on happening inside the fire. So in some frames, fire could be really big and complicated, and some it can be very simple and clear. People might think that in fire animation, details and rendering are super important, but actually the overall flow and impression of animation matters much more than the intricate details. I am not saying that details and rendering is unnecessary, but initially your main focus must be on making a smooth animation that feels right. Animating natural things like fire, water, earth, and smoke is my one of the most favorite things because these are very challenging to animate and the fact that you can animate these in whichever style you like really amazes me as here i want a cool sharp and dynamic fire so i am mostly using triangles and sharp edges you can play around and use any shape you like just keep two things in mind first is it should follow the general flow of action or line of action and don't be afraid to push yourself and it doesn't need to be just one clear big shape you can use variety of shapes and sizes to draw the fire personally i like to keep the front part as one clear shape and then i draw some medium and smaller flames behind it. Once you get the rough animation right then we can move on to the detailing and rendering. But before that I added few empty frames in the starting and end of our clip to give it some breathing time. A lot of beginner animators tend to forget that there must some breathing space in between scenes to give the viewer some time to understand and digest what's going on. If everything will go too fast and there will be no breathing space, people won't be able to understand what's going on because there was not enough time for the viewer to process it. Now it's time to add colors to it. For this create a new layer, lower down the opacity of the rough sketch layer, and start drawing the flames on the new layer. Here I am using two colors to draw the flame, red color for the main body of fire, and a yellow color to draw some flames inside the main body. As we all know fire is hotter from inside, that's why I am drawing the inner flames with yellow color. Mostly I've drawn them inside the main red flame, but in certain areas it's going outside the red color as well. This way it adds a bit of interesting element to our fire. I am drawing rello and red flames in separate layers to keep everything organized. You'll also notice that I've drawn many tiny particles around the fire. These help in making our animation more lively and believable. And I am using my favorite method. In this method, I roughly block out the silhouette of whatever I am drawing, then fill it with its color. And then I go to the selection tool, and I draw very precisely around my rough blocking with the selection tool. Keep in mind to make sure that the selection is completing properly, and no unwanted area is selected. Then I just simply hit delete, and boom, now it is looking just as I want. Repeat the same process for all the frames. 
Now it's looking pretty good, but let's make it more cool by adding some final touches. Create a new layer in between the red and yellow layer. Make it a clipping mask by clicking on this arrow thing icon. Then turn on this clipping mask option. Clipping mask mean that now everything you draw on this layer will go outside the layer underneath. As you can see even though I am drawing outside the red area, but it's not drawing outside it at all. It really helps in drawing more efficiently. Now pick a dark red color, and we'll draw some shapes inside the flames to have more contrast in our animation. Try to draw some interesting shapes, maybe some curved lines, some sharp and angular lines. Also let me tell you all that, I make all of my animation with my fingers. I don't use any stylus or pen tablet to draw. Now make another new layer above the red flames layer and make this one also a clipping mask. And go to pen options, and select the airbrush. Now increase its size to around 200 pixels, and decrease the opacity to around 80%. Now pick a bit bright orange color and softly paint around the sides of fire. Then pick a bit dark red color and softly paint around the other side of fire. Now it's time to add the last finishing touch. Select the red flame layer and go to settings and turn on the glow effect. Now change the glow color to red color. Here you can play around with the settings and change them according to your taste. Here is how I've kept them. Add glow to yellow flames as well. And you're done. Now let's animate the earth element. In earth animation there isn't much to animate but to draw, and I think that I'll need quite a lot of layers to draw it, because I want every rock in a separate layer, and each rock will have a clipping mask as well. The Flippa Club has a limit of just 10 layers. You can't have more than 10 layers in Flippa Club, therefore I am using Ibis Paint to draw the rocks. I was having a bit of difficulty in drawing rocks, because I've never drawn them, so it's always better to use references whenever you're having some trouble in drawing something. So I headed over to Pinterest and observed some earth and rock images, and got some inspiration. Here the key is to think them as a 3D object. First draw the silhouette of rock. Then fill it with the base color. Now try to think as there are several planes of different shapes and different angles. Now consider a light source. Like here I am imaging it on the top left side. So the areas which are directly facing the sun will appear very brighter. And areas where light is unable to reach appear darker. And there are some in between planes as well. Where no direct light is hitting. But still have some light reaching to them. So we'll use a variety of colors to show which area is lighter. And which one is darker. Also keep in mind that all sides of rocks are completely flat, some are curved as well, so you can use a combination of both flat and curved planes, some small dents and cracks will make it look even much better. Also don't forget to add some highlights on corners of rocks to add some accent to the drawing. Ibis Paint has recently added the animation feature to their app, and I have also been testing it for some time, so let me know in the comments section if you guys want me to make a video on Ibis Paint's animation feature. Remember rocks are uneven and unpredictable, so it can be of any shape or size. But here I want to demonstrate it as there is a fighter. It has this power to summon earth in a fight, just like Avatar the last airbender. So I am following a very loose triangular shape, to show that the earth originates near the fighter, and gets bigger as it reaches near to his opponent. Finally we'll draw some grass around the bottom of rocks. Now it's time to animate it. First we'll need to export each rock separately. So firstly hide all the layers except the first rock. Then click on this arrow. And click on save as transparent image. Then unhide the second rock and export it just like we did before. Then unhide the third rock and export it as well. Repeat the same process until you don't see all the rocks. 
Now open Flipper Club and import all of them as separate frames. To import an image in Flipper Club, go to these three dots and click Add Image. Now your gallery will show up. Then select your first rock drawing. Now it has been imported on the first frame. Now click on this plus icon to make a new frame and import the second image just like we did before. Repeat the same process for all the images. Also keep in mind that your animation canvas and drawing canvas must be of exact same size. After pasting all the drawings, duplicate the last frame a few times and add some blank frames in the starting of the animation. Now let's add a fighter in this animation. I have this punch animation ready with me, which I made some time ago for one of my videos. You can watch this video later to learn to make this punch animation. Now just stitch both of the animations together and you're done. Now let's come to our last and a very interesting animation, the lightning animation. Now let's begin creating it. I use a very dark almost black background for a contrasty look. And I am drawing the lightning strike with a white color. I am using an animation principle called ease out. Basically it means that an object will start its motion fast and will end slowly. Likewise, ease in means an object will start slow and accelerate its pace as it moves forwards. We use ease in for the fire animation where it starts slow and then it speeds up as it moves forwards. And here in lightning animation we are using ease out. So in initial frames, there is a lot of space between them. And as it moves further the spacing decreases. It imparts a quick and dynamic appearance to the animation. And feels like that the lightning is striking very suddenly and rapidly. Here also I am using the same method where I roughly block out the sill head first. Then refine it with the lasso tool. Make sure to keep all the lines angular and sharp. I've tried to show like it's in spring, which is pressed in first frame, and as we move further it releases, and the moment it collides with the ground, in this case the edge of the canvas, it gets distorted, and the some parts of it move out from the main body. And then it start going away and fading in the background, make sure to not make it fade from the center instead, you can show like it's breaking and getting apart from different areas. This will convey a more natural and interesting appearance to the animation, and as we move forward, rest of the lightning also slowly starts disappearing. It's looking pretty good, but let's enhance it even further by adding a glow effect. Open the layers option, click on this arrow and turn on the glow effect. Adjust the glow color to light sky blue, and fine tune the glow settings according to your liking, and you're done. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, it would mean a lot to me.